0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and REN. I'm Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We had a tough, tough beginning because for some reason I could not get onto the page. I could not get onto the page where I need to make all those arrangements. But you know what? I went to another screen and you know, we are here now. We are here. How's everybody doing? I trust that you had a good weekend. I had a very good weekend. It was a, I first started out as something called a living book I was actually in a living library and what is a living library a living library is one of those things where you are the book right and people check you out so they if they find that the write up on you seems to be interesting they check you out so this weekend I got checked out many times as being a book so anyhow here is your book, Yours Truly. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it was a great time. And then secondly, Ashley got a very, very uh, distinguished awards award at her university as being a bridge builder. And, a, you know, for, even as, as ill, not ill, I don't like to call her ill, but as uh, compromised as she is right now. She still does a lot of work in the church, and, and she's been doing it in a church since she was 12 years old, and she got recognized for that. Um, by the way, I, I started the chat late, so if anybody put stuff, a lot of stuff in the chat for the first three or four minutes, I would have missed it. So you would need to copy it and put it in again because uh, the page, I think, is giving me all kinds of trouble, so I probably won't be able to get to that page. All right. Let's welcome our peeps in the house. Bridge MCP is in the house. Michael Rudden is in the house. Eric Hayes is in the house. Uh, let's see what else I got. What else I got? Melanie, Melanie Keelin from Barcelona, Spain is in the house. And of course, we have our Lee Grant is in the house. Hi, doing Lee Grant. Paul Fleming is in the house. Tom C. from rain and cold, rainy and cold Michigan. And let's see, who else did I miss? Alistair Waters is in the house. And Paul Fleming, I think I called Paul Fleming already. Eric Hayes has an interesting thing, right? Here's what he says. And this is where right-wing media is so bad. I know, Wadi, the report came out from the, not the FBI, the other report came out and said, chances of the COVID being originated from... The labs is low. It's the lowest rating that one can give. Their, they can give their report as whether something is true or false. They gave it the most, the most, uh, the, the one that says that the least that it could be. So, and that report came out today, I think. Today or yes, or recently. So Eric case come on here because the right-wing media is spinning that report as, there is some plausibility that the virus came from the lab. Look, who, well, nobody knows, right? But according to the report, it's very unlikely that the virus originated in the lab and not how these kinds of viruses spread anyhow, which is uh, animal to human. But again, if you're informed by the right-wing line media, and you know, Fox News just got caught, uh, you know, I wonder what Eric thinks about that. Fox News got caught lying. They got caught, uh, when, when they, that they, they knew the truth about the election and they continued to lie. And Tucker Carlson, when somebody told the truth on Twitter, asked to get the woman fired because the stock price of Fox News was falling. That's your news media. That's the news media the right listens to. Madre mía, carajo, pinga esa huevazón. No sé lo que está pasando con la gente que no saben lo que está pasando. All right. Tom C. says, another cold day. Yes, Tom, I feel for you, sir. Paul Fleming says, the question I have today for the listeners is, when did people of color become the enemy to white Americans? Actually, people of color was never, were never the enemies of white Americans. And you know who knew it? The masters did. And you know what else? You know what was the masters' biggest fear? That the indentured servants, that the poor whites that worked alongside the slaves, etc. Would somehow realize the reality that they were all in the same boat. And that keeping one thinking the other one hates his guts and the other one wants to kill him, etc. That is what maintained the power of the master. Do you think the master cared about poor white people? No, hell no. Do you think the master cared about any of these folks at all? Hell no. The, from, the, from, the inst, from the institution of our constitution. Poor people, white or otherwise, did not matter. In fact, you could not vote if you didn't own land and property. So I, one of the reasons I always try to bring people together is to say, you were all snowed. They created enemies among people that should never have been enemies. And it, it, it is just amazing that we've allowed this to go so far. And Melanie Keelan says, Bridge, snow is good, but I don't like the cold. I don't like the cold snow. I like the snow of the first day when it's nice and powdery and I can play in it. And after that, I don't want it. All right. Progressive policy is this. Last week, inflation numbers bear a key message for Americans struggling with higher prices Things will get worse if President Biden successfully in enacting the extreme economic agenda he touted in the State of the Union. Please tell me specifically what in the State of the Union would cause inflation to go up. You see, you're a parrot. You're repeating somebody else's words. You tell me what specifically in his agenda will raise prices. Let me, let me counter that then. But you can't just say it's going to raise prices essential after the president's policies have already raised costs for the average family more than $8,000 over the last two years. No, it wasn't his policies that did that. It was Donald Trump who did that. And you want us to specify how mishandling of the pandemic had a whole lot to do with it. Uh, allowing policies that allow corporations to gouge Americans. Remember, 50% of the inflation rate is, popu- is corporate gain, meaning uh, the, in the profit that corporations get. So, what you're saying, Eric, is a, a slave mentality driven. Again, you're, the, the mentality that you're expounding, that you just listen to what MASA tells you, Eric, you know, remember, most people are now uh, antiseptic slaves. You're in that you are displaying the perfect, the perfect example of uh, the, the perfect example of um, what is it? When when you when you go for the master again, uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, that syndrome. Anyway, uh, you are displaying that perfectly. You're defending the person that's screwing you. But hey, mind and chains, minds and chains. All right. Uh, Eric Hayes, if you're talking about the intelligence assessment of the lab concert, it's low confidence report, meaning the analysis who wrote it are not sure it's true. Uh, it's amazing that that that's not how it spun on Fox News, though. All right. uh says, I hear you, Melanie Keelan. Snow just started maybe ten, 10 inches. Wow. OK. All right. Lee Grant says the cartoonist Scott Adams racist rant has to be addressed. He cites a Rasmussen poll. It's OK to be. Is it OK to be white? The results suggest half of Blacks are okay with white people. This is a divided country. Adams' uh, prescription is a dark one. Segregation and separation. He cites video evidence of vicious violent attacks by Blacks' perps on innocent white victims. Musk defended Adams, calls media racist. Oh boy. Um, Look, let's be clear here. I think it is funny to 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 say in a country where black people were lynched, where police officers consider con- continue to murder black men and to some extent black women and Latinos, etc., indiscriminately. I think for you, not you. I'm not talking about you, Lee Grant. For folks to somehow believe that. Well, Lee Grant, it started earlier when, when um, Manning says, uh, why do, um, when did white people start hating black folk? And I, I explained that earlier on as far as what was, what's causal, what the master had to do to keep people that otherwise like each other apart. But what Dilbert did was ridiculous. And Dilbert, all those newspapers do need to remove Dilbert's uh, Jokes, uh, I mean, uh, cartoons out of their papers Absolutely so And when you talk about a poll That talks and say It's, you, you know, it, it is amazing What miscommunication can do When you ask somebody Is it okay to be white You're not asking some, I mean, in, in, in black parlance People are talking about Not white as in skin color But white as in white supremacy That's what it's all about. That is the context in which these things go. All right. So, I mean, don't don't allow Fox News and these other people to misconstrue exactly what's going on. Again, president has nothing to do with inflation. Republicans in Congress promised to help Americans. This should be our focus. And you know what they've done so far? Nothing related to inflation. They never cared about inflation i uh, going to have uh, to leave early today. Sorry, but go to your doctor. You're going to need your glasses. Bridge MCP says, Lee, that guy has been crossing the line for a long time against women and POCs. Absolutely. Lee Grant says, are you suggesting there is a massive racism in the black community? Wow. No, there's not a massive racism in the black community at all. Are some black folks prejudiced? Yeah. But there's no massive racism occurring in a black community at all. But based on many words that some of that you say, actually, Lido, one must ask you that question. All right. So this is the buzz in the right wing bubble. As we don't have time, to, uh, time for economic issues today. Uh, Japan today. Dilbert cartoon dropped after racist rant by creator Scott Adams. The cartoon Dilbert has been dropped from numerous U S newspapers in response to a racist rant by its creator on YouTube, Scott Adams, a called black Americans a hate group and suggests white Americans get the hell away from black people. In response to a conservative organization's poll purported to show that many African Americans do not think it's okay to be white, if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people, that's a hate group, Adams said on his YouTube channel on Wednesday. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. The comments ignited fewer on social media, along with calls for conservative cartoonists' work to be dropped from publishers' rosters. Look, I think I explained already what that means, okay? But, you know, uh, we know how the right wing is going to spin and let them spin that poll that the conservative group did because it's crap. Eric Hayes says, what the heck are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Paul Fleming says, black Americans who really hated white people's Were uh, my great great grandmothers on both sides of my family who were raped and uh, who were raped, and my great great grandfather who would do nothing about it. Let that sink in. Think about it. British MCP says, Dilbert Scott Adams, white people would segregate from, uh, should segregate from black people. What? Shameful commentary. Shameful commentary. All right, E2247, percent of Republicans favoring banning all or most abortion has declined from 21% to 14% in a year. So I, I, let's have that good stuff. Michael Rudnan, 53% of inflation in the last three years can be directly tied to corporate price gouging. But again, if your mind is enslaved, Michael Rudnin, a person won't see that. They'll just say silly things like, Bite inflation, bite inflation, childish bite inflation, bite inflation. Instead of going through the arithmetic, instead of going through the mathematics and the science that governs how or why inflation is high. But what can I say? What can I say? All right. Uh, Bridge MCP says a neighbor told her husband had no issues with black people, only wish he owned one. That is so funny. Melanie Keelan said, geez, I can't believe he said that. And Paul Fleming might open your mouth. Uh, Eric Hayes says, "Uh, Paul Fleming might open your mouth, bud. are you paying more for everything since 2021? Not luxury items or land? Yeah, we're paying more because the companies are gouging us. That's the reason why. After you make a statement... Figure out the reason. That's what intelligent people do. And after you figured out the reason, you can start assessing blame. Anyhow, I'm not going to go down that path anymore with Mr. Mr. Biden inflation because I think um, I I think my my friend has a, 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 I think my friend really has a mental problem. I honestly think that. I honestly honestly think that. And I say that with love. I do say that with love, but I think it's a mental blockage uh, that many folks on the right have. But I can't help you there. You know, you can try to get help elsewhere, but I can't help you, my friend. I can't help you. Anyhow, Pete Buttigieg, unlike the holdover, who is also a Democrat from Donald Trump at the uh, NTSB, had something to say. Here we go. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric, I, I'll, I'll humor you. Overspending specifically on what? And give me the breakdown as far as how that increased inflation. I challenge you to do that. Not just words. Not just words. Let's just get facts. Anyway, let's go. I want you to see the difference in how a Trump appointee that that Biden decides to keep on addressed the crash in East Palestine, the derailment in East Palestine, and how Pete Buttigieg does. This is one of the reasons why in key positions, it is imperative that you have somebody in there who's going to uh, have your back and you not hold back and say, I want to play the bipartisan game. I believe in bipartisanship that works, but not bipartisanship for the sake of bipartisanship. I want you to see this and then we'll take it on the other side. This is how uh, Hannanby addresses it, a Trump appointee.
1: Enough with the politics. I don't understand why this has gotten so political. This is a community that is suffering. This is not about politics. This is about addressing their needs, their concerns. That's what this should be about. So I don't care about the politics. Politics is not part of our uh, investigative process. Our credibility rests on us carrying out an objective, thorough investigation. And that's what we'll do here.
0: This is how Biden's appointee, Pete Buttigieg, addresses the situation and comes out and knows how to use the politics that Donald Trump and his minions have tried to place in. One thing he could do is uh, uh, express support for reversing the deregulation uh, that uh, happened on his watch. I heard him say he had nothing to do with it, even though it was in his administration. Uh, so if he had nothing to do with it, and uh, they did it in his administration against his will, uh, maybe he could come out and say that, uh, uh, that uh, he supports us moving in a different direction. And we're not afraid to own our policies when it comes to raising the bar on regulation. But you see, immediately you have to turn the blame where it belongs and not allow false information to cauterize. Oh, it's because of you guys didn't doing your job. You didn't come here early enough. Well, damn it. If Donald Trump had gone ahead and not removed those uh, re- those regulations that causes a train to break earlier, faster breaks. That did a whole lot more in electronics. We wouldn't have had the catastrophe. This catastrophe is man-made and specifically Trump and Republican policy made. We absolutely of- so, absolutely so. Bridge MC pieces like Bertha Willies. Glad your weekend was great, especially for Ashley. Sent you two FB messages. Railroad when you get a chance. I saw them. I didn't get a chance to read it. I was trying to figure out. Is it? Is it the the i i i clicked on one of them and for some reason it took me somewhere i don't know but i'll I'll take a look at it bridge mcp says e2247 what about jeb bush uh oh second thought no i never guessed jeb bush was better than this overspending causes inflation environment check yourself um what is how do you define overspending Overspending in its—I don't know what overspending means. What would you like us not to spend on? Under taxing, but I would love to know what would you like to cut. Okay, what would you like to cut? You know, you have all these people that are always talking about we spend too much, we spend too much, but they don't want to cut anything that they deem important. Like we spend more money on more military than the next eight or 10 countries combined. That's overspending, but you never hear them say, let's cut the defense budget. They claim to be humane. They claim to love people. They claim to be the party of life. But guess what? They don't support healthcare. They don't support having universal healthcare. They don't support family leave. They don't support a living wage. They don't, And we can go on and on and on. Uh, Democrats, progressives are going to have to forcefully call out these people because, you know, the hurt that they're putting on is not just hurting Democrats or progressives or independents. It's hurting Republicans as well. I mean, that's what it is, baby. That's what it is. Michael Rodden says trains derail. Nearly five times per day, Obama set regulations for modernizing train brakes, which would have prevented this disaster, but never got them properly enforced. Trump deregulated Obama's efforts, as was his pattern offense. If Obama did it, Trump cut it. Without so much as thought to the consequences, Biden didn't put the Obama regulations back into effect, and we have East Palestine to suffer. Meanwhile, the trains keep crashing. Nearly five times a day. I'm sad, isn't it? And this is America. Land of the free. The exceptional country. What can I say? What can I say, folks? We got we to gotta be careful. We got to be careful. All right, let's continue here. Uh, Paul Fleming says, can't govern, only steal. And that, uh, I don't see that being too far from the truth at all. And, you know, I, for some reason, the name of the show today came out wrong on YouTube. I got to fix that some other time. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Okay. There's no more here. So, um, remember what I told you this weekend? I took off and went to see, All right, I was in the library. I'm a live, live book, you know. And there I met a woman. A woman that's over 65 and I want you to listen to her story. This weekend I was part of what's known as a living library. This is where you become a book and people check you out, sit down at a table and you tell your story and you go ahead and you exchange, uh, you, you answer questions, etc. And in between, in between people picking me, I met this lady, uh, Marcy and uh, she started telling me uh, about healthcare issues, et cetera, and then she had her own story to tell. And as soon as she did it, I said, please stop. I'd like you to get this on video if, if it's okay with you, because this is a story that afflicts millions of Americans and millions of Americans suffer in silence. I want you to see how Marcy expresses this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Marcy Jaloski, you just had a health care story that I think many people need to hear. Tell me that story that you just relayed. So
1: most of my life, I did not work full time in any job. For a good part of my adult life, I was a professional musician. And then I was an adjunct at a community college. And in neither of those situations was I able to get health insurance through my employer. So I lived without health insurance for most of my adult life. I would go to Planned Parenthood for well-woman checkups. I found free mammograms and anything I could do, I found it. And then I turned 65. And the night that I turned 65, I had just played a gig. And I was driving home from my gig and midnight came. And a minute after midnight, I was celebrating because I suddenly knew that I had health insurance that was going to take care of me. And guess what? 19 days later, after my Medicare kicked in, I had an emergency gallbladder surgery that cost me, I think, $200 that I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't had insurance. So, yeah, it's crazy what we have in this country and what we don't have. And I'm so happy to be 65 and older.
0: Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome.
0: No part of America should deserve having to fight for health care by going to Planned Parenthood or going to these other it is high time for us to have an organized system of health care that we all get good medical care. It is better for the country. It's better for the individual. It is sad that a country that claims to be to pat itself on the back as exceptional is exceptionally bad at health care for most. And notice I said exceptionally bad for health care for most, because if you have a lot of ducats or oh, you will have the best health care in the world, but if you are are just middle-class, marginal, or otherwise, you are relegated to have third-world health care. So folks, please remember this. We can solve these problems. Uh, she represents millions. And if these millions were to get together and get their minds right as far as what's best for this country, we could elect those who would do right by every single American citizen and give us health care for all the good health care. We all deserve the good health care. We can that we can afford the good health care. That should be our right. We spend a lot of time deconstructing. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. Okay. What else have we got here? Let's see. Uh, Michael Run says Micron will send you the video. So many stats is one of them and they speak of one here in upstate New York. 45 years it happened in New York. Oh, okay. I got you. That is, a, I remember seeing the 45 years. Uh, yes, I think I remember seeing that one. Breed says, GOP hasn't made a bill for the people in, well, geez, I don't know how long. They don't, do, they don't do that. They just talk. That's all they ever do. Talk, talk, talk. Republicans ran on, this is from Runden. Republican runs on crime. And ran on inflation and crime, but have yet to post any bills to address your campaign promises. All Republicans have pushed our culture war nonsense issues. Eric Hayes says, Paul Fleming have to do a lot, uh, a, a lot with what comes later when they get power or of the purse. Ah. Okay. Uh, Medicare for all says Rudnan. E2247 says, U.S. Representative M. Trader G. Uh tweeted six billion immigrants came across u.s border there is only 7.95 billion persons in the were in the whole wide world of the planet earth oh these guys i mean they, they've reached a point where lying is just a sport you know who can tell a bigger lie brie says i saw the six billion mtg statement so funny it is funny bridge mcp says have to share my daughter or has art going to state for UIL and going to Scholastic, which means we'll be in an art gallery. Good. Where is it? Share it. I'll put it on the screen. All right. Tom C says, uh, per fidelity investment analyst, 401k retirement account balances lost nearly one quarter of value in 2022. Nearly, all, nearly half of uh, of retirees expect to outlive their savings. That's why we need Social Security. Absolutely so. Uh, Michael Rudnan says, oh, wait, wait, wait. Bridge says, Jeb Bush endorses Ron DeSantis for president? Really? I can't believe that, but I have to if I guess it's right. Wow. What? How silly. Michael Rudnan says, we have some 330 million Americans in this country. Anyone notice uh, we suddenly have 20 times more people around LOL. Oh, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. When Republicans write a bill that will help off us, all of us, Democrats will sign on. The clock is ticking. Tick, 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 tick. And from Breach, E2247, gotcha. Saw that rump rippled black. Eric says, why was Biden bitching at ABC News for being so mean to him, maybe because they were mean to him. Maybe they were nice, you know. I don't remember him bitching. Though. I saw the interview. It didn't sound like a bitching to me. It just sound like telling a few facts. The media is uh, the mainstream media is terrible. They don't give you what what you should know. They give you what they think they can make a few more dollars with. That's not the right thing to do, is it? I'm even sure most of you would buy that, would believe that, right? I'm pretty sure you all believe that. But anyhow. Here is the last, uh, well, here's the, Egberto, move the mic closer. Oh, you can't hear? All right. I thought this mic was supposed to pick up. I'm probably going to start wearing the lapel mic at some time, but we'll see. Oh, let's see. Patrick Barron, welcome to Politics Unright. Right. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Eric Hayes says, why was Biden bitch? I read that one already. All right, let's go to the last video and then we'll take it from there. Sometimes you have to look back to see why you are in the position you are today. That's what I did. I went back to some old videos we did back in 2017 and looked at some of the polls, etc. and this orchestrated dumbification of the Republican party, the leadership in the Republican party orchestrated the dumbification of their people by pushing anti-intellectualism, et cetera. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. She referenced a stat here. i want to put it up here on,
1: on this issue, sort of the anti-intellectual streak that's taking place in the Republican
0: electorate. 58% of Republicans believe colleges and universities have a negative effect. Things are going in the... That is a—I mean, it was a startling—wait a minute. I thought we all agreed college was good. We can have a debate about
1: um, openness in ideologies in universities. But when did we go all the way there? Well, I think you really have to sort of follow the thread of this narrative. Um, you know, Republican strategists began to really recognize how much more highly educated folks were trending towards being more liberal. And we can talk about why that might be. I mean, Republicans would say it's a nefarious liberal bias on campus. Others might say that it's actually the more that you study America's history and the world. You understand how much we've fallen short on values of justice and equality, and you want to tend to to work more uh, voraciously towards those goals. But if you look at right-wing media... A narrative has really taken root. It's like the liberal outrage on campus of the day. And that's where that's coming from. There's been a real spotlight, um, a distortion, I think, of the news of what is coming out of college campuses that is just very clear. You start to see it prop up on Breitbart. You start to see it prop up on Fox News, and then it moves into the Republican voter.
0: You know, uh, you, I don't know if the story was ever true, but it has some plausibility. You put the frog in the water and you slowly raise the temperature. By the time the frog realizes that the entire temperature range is going to cook him or cook her, it's too late. You're already damaging tissues. You're boiled, you're cooked, you're dead. And that is what's ha- what has happened to the Republican Party. The leadership with the constant orchestration of, uh, giving them the, the the belief that intellectualism learning reading seeking truth critical thinking critical thought that somehow that is a problem somehow that makes them less macho somehow that makes them uh, not or absent woke it made it vogue it's a problem and it is a reason why we have people who are willing to believe the most ridiculous things, right? You know, we, we have the, the smart folk in the Republican Party. They know better, but they know that in order to maintain that financial advantage, yes, they're willing to sacrifice the intellect of the masses in their party and others, if, if allowed, if the sentence is allowed. The entire darn state, irrespective of party. So our goal has to be, it has to be how do we allow these guys to re-engage in critical thought in such a manner that they feel a need to re-educate themselves? It's a hard task. But There are methods out there to do it. And actually it starts from internalization of what they see and how it affects them and to remove blind faith from their psyche and put more proof in the pudding. Put more proof in the pudding. Yes, that was me coughing, and it shouldn't have been on the mic. I choked myself on my coffee. I choked myself on the coffee. Anyhow, let's see. Woke is from 1920, and you just heard it. <clears throat> and you just heard it. Bridge MCP says, well, I, that was an answer. So let me scroll up. Uh, Patrick Barron says, Q nuts." How you doing, Patrick? Uh, we have... It's worth reading, especially if you're most li- or like most people and think of yourself as 20% younger than you actually are. That's me. Subjective age, how old you feel, difference. I'm going to check that out. Paul Fleming says, It seems that a lot of Republicans that are elected don't uh, give the strength to love their neighbor. This is why there is so much hate for women, people of color, and children, and all the other identities, actually, you could add to that. E-2247 says, but I am still 17. How old are you for real, E-2247? I bet you're not 17. All right, let's see. Michael Rundon says, the only way college is having a negative effect is by way of student loan debt. Of course, that's the only reason. And that's a policy failure towards putting a boot of debt on the needs of our young people. Sad, sad. All right. Breeze MCP says, they do love thy neighbor if they're white. <laughs> oh, Bridge! Nope. Actually, Breach, I don't differ with you much, but I'm going to differ with you there. It's not a black and white thing. They tolerate their neighbor, but they are there for the plutocracy. Because, you know, I, I like to go back with, you know, whenever we're talking in the days of oppression, slavery, and all that kind of stuff, that really most people that were walking around get rid of the master and get rid of some of the things that were indoctrinated into people's minds, right? You know, they had to create the problem. They had to. It's the only way capitalism can survive. The only way. Lee Grant says, YouTube, what is that? Lee Grant, what is that about? Lee Grant, you got to tell us what it's about, Brother Grant. You can't just drop the video in there. Uh, Daniel Lado says the joke is all on us. Mm, and on you? Bridge MCP says depends on campus. The big campuses are filled with rich white kids and Republican parents. Hence, the smaller uh, colleges are filled with, with everyday people and are democratic. But all should be heard so we understand each other. Yep. By the way, though, UT in general is a I went to UT, 50,000 students. It's pretty darn liberal, pretty darn liberal. You know, Austin is like a bastion of sensibility and intelligence and, and and all this stuff in the middle of a state that Republicans continue and continue over and over to make people less and less smart. It's it's sad. It is really, really sad. Michael Ronan says, Eric Hayes, reacting to the news, assessing blame for those who are responsible for the worst things happening in the news. That's just how politics works. The problem's being one side is is choosing some random nonsense for what they think is the worst things happening in the news. Yeah. Nonsense. I love the way you say nonsense. That is correct. All right. What else we got here? What else we got here? Uh, there's something wrong. I think with the YouTube channel because somehow it's not. I think it must not have given notifications, etc., etc., etc. Either that, or people re- realize that the 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 head in today seems like a repeat, but it's not a repeat show at all. All right, let's see what else we got here. Rudnin, why don't you loan out to others or pay for someone's debt and report back here? Volunteer yourself first. Why? No, we think it's a national issue. We don't. That's not how it works. Michael Rudnan says, to conservatives, woke means anything they don't like. Conservatives don't want to understand what woke actually means. To be aware of and actively attentive to important social, societal facts and issues, especially issues of racial and social justice. You can expect some nonsense uh, based on a false definition as response to anything woke. Coming from the right-wing bubble. And then conservatives badly regurgitate that, including somebody that was that used to be supposedly progressive, like Bill Maher, using the word woke. Incorrectly. It's sad. E2247 says, I got the arrested development. Oh. <laughs> E2247, is it true or is it... I don't know what that says. All right. And now we have from... Running Eric Hayes, you think I'm a wealthy man? Nope, I'm getting by. Always looking at things as an individual issue rather than a systemic problem which requires a systemic solution. And that's the difference. That is, A thinking person understands the difference between individualism and systemic. It is very, very important. Woke does not come from white guilt. Woke has been around a long time ago, and it has nothing to do with white guilt. It has everything to do with being awakened. That's why the word woke, it used to be a black thing. Woke used to be a black thing. When I say a black thing, I mean things that African-Americans were, you know, in, in part of their parlance, if you will. Eric Hayes says, yeah, that is how it works. If you want all taxpayers pay for college debt. Wow. I I am convinced. Some people... Um, will it won't ever get it until Michael Rennie says Bill Barr was progressive? What no, Bill Marr, Marr, Bill Marr. That guy's better known as the cover up general, he's now progressive. I said Bill Marr, if I said Bill Barr, I it was a s- fr- slip, and I'm pretty sure it's not a Freudian slip. Okay. Uh, British MCP says, how the word woke was weaponized by the right. The term is meant to denote an attentiveness to important issues, but the likes of Lawrence Fox and Toby Young have begun using it in a very different way. Technically, given by the Merrin-Webster dictionary, a uh, definition woke means aware and actively attentive, attentive to important facts and issues, especially issues of racial and social justice. But today, we are more likely to see it being used as a stick with which... To beat people who aspire to such values, often wielded by those who don't recognize how unwoke they are or, or proud of that fact. In other words, in other words, people who use that terms are quite happy to be ignorant. That's what that, what that, that in effect is what Bridge just said. Michael Renner says, misheard you, pardon. Bridge MCP says, guilt is something you put on yourself. And Eric says, be convinced that you go ask people and see what happens to get outside the boat. Okay, anyway. All right, we, let's see what time is it. It's at 49 right now and I've done my last video. So anything else you guys want to say? Gene Daigle says, Republicans just use woke as, an, as a way to actual conduct cancel culture and ban in books and use big government to, sting, uh, to string hard, hand and rule over education. You know, it's interesting because um, that—that is—that is what they do. They did the same thing with the word liberal. People used to be proud to say they're liberal. Then the Republicans got a way of using liberal to make people ashamed of liberal. I was never ashamed of the word. I used it. I used it. I'm a liberal. I'm a progressive. I am left wing. Okay. You should never be scared of saying the values that you have. And if one values are progressives, let it be. Let the values be progressive. Do not fear. Gene Daigle conservatives are all about free speech and then they push banning books. Their hypocrisy, it's bad joke. That is from Michael Rudnan to Gene Geigel. But anyhow, folks, we are coming close to the end of the program. And I'd like I'm gonna finish a little bit early today because I have another interview that I gotta get. Then I have a whole stack of interviews, guys. Um so uh if if you guys don't have anything else to add into the, into the comments here, I will be saying a a farewell in a little bit. So uh, you have 30 seconds to drop me a line, and after that 30 seconds, we will vacate the program so let's go ahead and see if we'll get those 30 those okay uh Dagle says republicans do not have ideas they use bumper sticker slogans as their way to govern if you want a perfect example thank you yvette <clears throat> if you want a perfect example she wants me to put something on the screen let me go ahead and do it all right let's go ahead and do that i i want to read that because i love that i love that i love that, I love that love that. I love that. Let me get it to fit a little bit better. There we go. A liberal. Here we go. A liberal. Someone who looks ahead and not behind. Someone who welcomes new ideas without rigid reactions. Someone who cares about the welfare of the people, their health, their housing, their schools, their jobs, their civil rights and their civil liberties. Someone who believes we can break through the stalemate and suspicions that grip us in our policies abroad. If that is what they mean by a liberal, then I'm proud to say I am a liberal. JFK. John Herdman Kennedy. John Fitzgerald Kennedy. That's what it's saying. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, John Daigle says, I read that one already. And if you look at, if, if you look at how, let's say Eric Hayes speak here, he, he, those are the same slogans you talk about. Bite inflation. And you know, you make a, you, 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 you articulate a sensible narrative and his answer is bite inflation. And like, okay, that sounds like my, I was about to say my 12 year old, but not even my 12 year old was like that. I remember at eight years old, I was like, daddy, what is inflation? Daddy, how, what caused, what, what, what me, it's when prices go up, sweetie pie. How did that happen? And I give a complete narrative of that. But the right wing mindset now is really to simply, as, as Geigel said, Daigle says, to say, to spew out, um, these phrases. It's important for us to come together, my Republican brothers and sisters. It's important. It's important. You see, and listen to Eric again. Egberto, you have a nice day. Oh, hey. fight inflation. <laughs> you see how childish that is? Do you see how childish it is? They don't see it because, again, they have learned to be able to see these things as not that way. <laughs> Roberto Luis dice, Saludos mi gente, politics done right. I have been busy on the side. I miss my peeps, politics done right. Lou was at, the, at uh, uh, Ashley's ceremony yesterday. You know Lou is Ashley's padrino, godfather, padrino. She calls him mi padrino. And he was out there as she got her award as well. Thank you for the, being there, my brother. Like B words, bond, bite inflation, budget. <laughs> I didn't think about that, Vrij. Bond, bite inflation, and budget. BBB. All right. Paul Fleming says he's like the people he votes for. They have no real answers. Replying to Paul Fleming, (laughs) ha, 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 ha. Again, he's right, though, my brother Eric, he's right. When you come out and give us a true solution to a problem based on math that you can articulate in such a manner that I could program it into a computer. You see, when I tell you the things that I tell you, I can write a computer program that does it. When I look at you and I told you, that the corporations are responsible for 50% of the inflation, I can write a program that shows that based on the data inputs. It's that simple. But look, I got to get out of here. Every case throwing money away like fairy dust? Take a look at our nation's military budget compared to our overall discretionary budget. Take a look at how much we pay for healthcare compared to other nations. That's fairy dust money, right? You know something? That is a very good comeback, AVQ, and I love it. Anyway, folks, I got to get out of here. But before I get out of here, I need to give you one link. And that is a link to say, folks, please support the program. And how do you support the program? You can support the program by going to politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support. All our links are in there. I'm not going to give you all the links that I normally give. I'm gonna to try to see if I can ask you guys to just go to politicsandright.com slash support and choose how best you can to support this show. We are in dire straits for uh for meeting our our well, all these expenses for all this networking and all that good stuff. So please give us uh go to politicsandright.com slash support and support us best that you can. Thank you so kindly for being here. I have an interview at four. So I said I was gonna get off earlier, but it's quick to get Zoom back up and running. Anyway, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright. And, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out.